0: Today's episode is brought to you by Bilt Bar. Go to BiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN to get 20% off your next order. We are talking Operation Slapshot today, the infamous scandal featuring Wayne Gretzky, his wife Janet, and assistant head coach Rick Tockett of the Phoenix Coyotes. We're with Kyle Demetrius on the Lockdown Sharks podcast for the first episode of Ridiculous Moments in Hockey History. It's coming up next on a Wednesday edition of Lockdown Red Wings.
1: Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 21st, 2020. And today we begin the series, Ridiculous Moments in Hockey History, featuring Kyle Demetrius of the Lockdown Sharks podcast. I am your host, Detroit sports writer, Nolan Bianchi. We've got longtime Red Wings fan, Ethan Smith, in Hi. here with us. Ethan, I was Hi. going to tell you to say what's up, but you, of course, did your own thing yet again. Kyle, welcome back to the show. Good to have you. Good to see you. I like your headset. Um,
1: My favorite is
0: I'm going to have to edit that out. Uh... <laughs> appreciate that so we <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so you are appear to before we get into operation slapshot which was the scandal involving wayne gretzky rick Tockett, uh, a gambling jeremy Ronick uh, don't forget uh, him jeremy runick the bruno scarfo crime <laughs> syndicate
1: uh Weedsboro, new jersey is where this is going down which is already <laughs> hilarious yes
0: the, the you can see the phoenix and new jersey connection uh makes total sense but you look like you're have, having dinner being made for you uh, right now, Kyle. What are you What
1: are you having for dinner? Uh, I'm having spicy chicken satay. Nice.
0: That sounds wow. Really good. Congratulations, yeah. bro!
1: I'm recording a podcast like an absolute dork, and then I get to eat spicy chicken satay. <laughs> uh, so. Before
0: we get before we get into Operation Slapshot, I have no thoughts on that, by the way. Uh, before we get into Operation Slapshot, I was just curious, like, what do you guys remember from the scandal? Because it happened in two thousand six, and it is arguably one of the bigger scandals to occur in hockey over the last couple of decades. But like, it blew over relatively quickly, and there were no long term implications, really, because Rick Tockett is the current coach of the Arizona Coyotes.
1: I remember that somehow Wayne was implicated, but everybody in Canada was like, no, not our beautiful son, Wayne, and immediately blamed it on Janet Gretzky, which was hilarious that somehow mm-hmm. Wayne was not involved at all, but his wife was just doing this on her own, um, which if you think about the logic and how that tracks, doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's like when Peyton Manning got HGH shipments to his house, he said, it's for my wife.
0: Uh, I think that's a lot <laughs> different.
1: I think, I think it's perfectly
0: reasonable to believe that Wayne Gretzky's wife was placing bets in the Super Bowl. No way, dude. Why? What a bullet to take. Because she's a woman, Ethan? You think girls can't watch sports? Nolan, you're
1: forgetting that Janet forced him to get traded from Edmonton to LA to further her acting career. Correct. So you don't think that she's out here gambling and being like, Wayne, help me out? That's exactly what I think happened. Oh, okay, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Peyton was also taking HGH. It wasn't his wife. Well, no. Wait, I'm confused as to what
0: you just said. You said you think she couldn't also be involved in a gambling ring.
1: No, she she could be, but I... You just took my side for like two seconds, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're both involved. Janet and Wayne are both involved, but everybody in Canada was like, Wayne couldn't possibly do this, he's the great one, and just blamed it all on Janet, and Wayne got away scot-free. All right,
0: well, uh, (laughs) let's, let's actually get into some of the details of this. So, basically, the gist is between December 29th of 2005, I believe it was. And February 5th, 2006, Betters placed a total of $1.7 million in wagers with the ring run by a New Jersey state trooper, Rick Tockett and a South Jersey man. There's rumors that he could be uh, connected to the Bruno Scarfo crime family, but we don't really know that for sure. Uh, All face charges uh, of promoting gambling, money laundering and conspiracy, and uh, they all pled guilty to the charges how weird is it by the way side note that wayne gretzky ended up as the coach of the arizona coyotes like how did they do you remember how that happened and like why he was involved with them and their ownership and
1: i think it's because he lived there or something and he was at the time because he was also the gm of team canada for the olympics sort of of deal so he was still in his i'm the great one because he only retired in what 1999 so yeah. he still was living out the "I'm the great one" phase, and I think he was kind of like
0: doing it in Arizona, where everybody. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's still similar to how the NBA shoehorns a Colangelo into every bad situation, the NHL was just like Wayne Gretzky can help you, and then he went what like twelve and thirty as a coach and retired. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. yeah, <laughs> he was not a good coach.
0: Nope. So basically, they, uh, so Wayne Gretzky, you know, his his wife uh, Janet, Rick Tockett, Coyotes GM, Michael Barnett, and former NHLers, Jeremy Roenick and Travis Green were all implicated, uh, and possibly even some more players were all implicated. And I think the one big thing that kind of came in through all of this was they didn't necessarily know what type of gambling was going on. So they didn't know if money was being wagered on hockey. They didn't know if, uh, you know, they didn't know what, the money was being bet on in its totality and what the gambling ring in itself that these NHL employees were a part of. And if there was ever any bets on hockey and obviously that's, that's probably the one thing that could have taken things horrifically South because once you directly use your influence to uh, influence games and gamble on the games you're participating in, that's when it becomes a, a little bit murkier of an issue.
2: Well, I'll tell you one thing. Wayne's not getting kicked out of the Hall of Fame for anything like this. is going to be like, Can you imagine
0: hey. if Wayne Gretzky had a career trajectory uh, that paralleled Pete Rose?
1: Oh, my God. Wayne could have been the Pete Rose of Pete Rose, all-time points yeah. leader. What's uh, yes. his nuts? Wayne Gretzky, all-time points leader. That's what I'm saying. Did Wayne Gretzky ever crush a catcher in the All-Star game?
0: Uh, no, no, probably not. Uh, mostly because that sport doesn't exist in hockey. Uh, one quick side note about Pete Rose: I was in Vegas a couple years ago, and he was doing a signing in a casino that I was at. And I walked past, really? and there really? was no you at line. a casino yeah, in he, Vegas. Wow! And and there was no line. And uh-huh. He looked kind of sad. But, That's. Uh, yeah. Did you go in line? No, no, I didn't have time. Uh, And also, I had way too much money on the uh, LSU-BYU game to care, speaking of gambling. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get to some more details of the Operation Slapshot scandal in just a second. But first, got to talk to you about Ryan Holiday's new book, Lives of the Stoics. From the best-selling authors of The Daily Stoic comes the ultimate stoicism guide to success, resilience, and virtue to accept what you cannot control and adapt to what you can Sports teams across the country are applying this popular philosophy by using Stoicism's key idea. You control how you respond and play. You don't control what the refs and fans do or how the ball bounces. It's about what you did to adapt. Lives of the Stoics, The Art of Living from Zeno to Marcus Aurelius is available now wherever books are sold. All right, back here, second segment of the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We're talking Operation. Slapshot, folks. Now, this, uh, they, this went to trial, and this was a big story, and another reason why this was kind of a black eye on the face of the NHL was the fact that 2006, or the 05-06 season, was the year after the lockout year, so they also had some pretty bad uh, juju coming their way from having missed that year before, and just from a marketability standpoint, this was a really just not a good look for the NHL.
1: No, the NHL is the the king of shooting themselves in the foot.
0: <laughs> Pretty much.
1: <laughs> just if if the NHL can make sure that they can book a band that was popular 15 years ago, they will do it. If the Maybe NHL, back. yeah, if, NH, if the NHL makes sure that they have a marketable young star, they will not put him anywhere. Um, it's just it's just it's not even I don't even think it's a black mark on the NHL. It's just classic NHL. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's funny because like, it's only it scandal.
0: And it happening with your best player and your worst franchise. Like that's what that's what's really funny to me is just the the mess that came together when you put these two things together. Like clearly, this was not supposed to be. This Uh,
2: this really would have been just an absolute shit show if this happened in Toronto. Imagine if this happened in Toronto or Montreal, and this that's where they got busted instead of. Have you guys ever been to Arizona? You guys ever seen Phoenix? Yeah, looks boring and dry.
1: It's it looks like, like how you think Phoenix looks like. Yes, it's just like I, of
0: course they could sweep that under the rug. So another thing with Gretzky is that he was heard on wiretaps uh, made within the month after the investigation went public, <laughs> talking Wait. about talking about his wife with assistant coach Rick Tockett. The person said, uh, and he was basically just. Asking Rick Tockett whether or not he could be implicated and how Janet could be implicated in the ordeal. And that was really the only thing to come out of it. But I thought that was pretty funny that, like, obviously he was caught on a wiretap
1: during a federal investigation after it was made public. This is what I mean is that Wayne is way too tied up in this to just be like, I'm not doing anything wasn't rick talking his assistant coach at the time
0: see but also yeah but also and then couldn't you like plead a little bit of ignorance and be like oh look at this guy he has no idea how to commit a crime you know he's just calling up people like hey am i okay hey my wife's not gonna get in
1: trouble is she you know he he committed a lot of crimes did you see that coaching record
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's true and the greatest goal of all time was scored against him in
1: the alexander ovechkin uh rookie season do you guys – wait, quick sidebar. You're talking about the one where he falls on his back and then was yes. a little whoop whoop That's mm-hmm. my least favorite famous goal ever. Why? It, I don't know. He's it's falling down and it just it kind of smacks it. I just don't think it's that great. I think he's, like, falling down and just kind of, like, hits it towards the net and it goes in because Mike Smith is absolute – or Sean Burke or whoever Arizona had at the time. For sure it was, like, Boucher or something. We can list off a lot of crappy Arizona goalies <laughs> that played in the day. <laughs> Brian <laughs> Boucher. <laughs> He had like
2: six shutouts in a row or something.
1: Yeah, he was. Uh, isn't he like a good analyst now? Bobby Boucher. I think he played
0: yes. college football for the Mud Dogs. They won the Bourbon Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> this this podcast. I swear to God, you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, these, hey, these guys know what
1: I'm talking. I think about. we can all agree that age so
0: sucks. Basically, yeah, it really does. Basically, this is how it shook out. Tockett, this New Jersey state trooper James Harney, and then this other guy, uh, James Olmer, were the only three people to get convicted. Uh, the New Jersey State Trooper James Harney was the most implicated. He pled guilty, but said there were over 50 other co-conspirators. He got a six-year custodial sentence. Uh, James Olmer took a plea deal, and then Rick Tockett basically sentence?
1: yeah. What's a custodial sentence? He has to do
2: janitorial work. Wait, does he, go, does he ever uh, go there Monday through Friday? You know <laughs> what? I'm gonna off? be I'm
0: gonna be real honest. That's literally exactly what I thought, and I was like, okay, well, I figured it out. I don't have to look it up.
1: Um, um, also, I uh, well, while you're looking that up, there's a whole graphic that they put out called <laughs> Operation Slapshot. And when you pull open the graphic, it's so like 2005 because it says Operation Slapshot and it says Harney slash Talkett Sports Gambling Enterprise. First of all, how did Rick Talkett not get any more trouble than this when it's literally called the Harney Talkett Sports Gambling Enterprise?
0: So, it's I wonder, I... the title <laughs> Rick Talkett. Uh, and I don't know if, if it has to do with the, uh, like how much the involvement was, but basically from what I gather, Tocket handled the money and Harney took the wagers. So he took the wagers over the phone while sitting in traffic, uh, or while sitting in his car on traffic patrol. Uh, so he That's took the sick. wagers.
1: What a legend. <laughs> what <know>. a boss. <laughs> Bust these people for speeding or just take some gambling bets.
0: And at the end of the day, like $1.7 million is not – That's like for serious the, cash. For the entire ring, like I don't really think so. On hockey? No, no. Like they were betting on the Super Bowl. Like that was Janet Gretzky's thing. She got busted for by, uh, betting like $100,000 on the Super Bowl.
1: Ooh, Jan- Janet, Janet, that's a lot of units for Janet. I know. <laughs> she doesn't mess Yeah, Janet's that's a, a big hey, deal. Hey, hey,
0: hey. Some could say it's a pretty great unit.
1: Uh, that's what she said. Um, yeah, wow. I don't really know. One point five million. I guess it's not a lot, but if you think about it, at the same time, like who's Rick talking to be in a gambling ring? Like I made like what, like 000 in a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Well,
0: if the Bruno Scarfo crime family were involved, I think that that number seems pretty low. But they were never actually directly linked, so I think that kind of uh, you know, pivoted its way out. Whatever. But I think that if uh, should a mafia family be involved, one point seven is low. If they are not involved, one point seven, I guess, is a decent number.
2: Nolan, who are you to say how much money crime families need to be in on? Some like you—you are Italian. Well, I'm
0: just. Are you trying to
2: say something right now? I
0: mean, like one point seven million dollars for a mafia family is. What do you
1: know? Probably not that much. But hold on, hold on, hold. Let's let's. Okay, so if we're talking about the guys I guess this
0: was only one of the five
1: families. Sure. Who the hell are the Bruno Scarfo... If you're listening to this Bruno Scarfo family, I respect you fully, but <laughs> who the hell is the Bruno Scarfo fam, fam, crime family of Philadelphia? Have we uh, ever really heard of them? Um,
0: I am actually going to look them up right now.
1: So if you go to the They're... Wikipedia, which I have open, um, it says founded by Salvatore Sabella, and you go down here and it says ethnicity, men of Italian descent. <laughs> other, other ethnicities employed as associates. Um... Yeah, I don't really, uh, I don't really know. The Hell's Angels were
0: one of their rivals. Ooh, that's pretty. That's cool. fun.
1: My cousin was in the Hell's Angels.
0: Um, oh, here we have uh, chapter one point nine on the Wikipedia: the rise of Legambi. <laughs> I love these. I love these. This is so. Let me just run through the table of contents. One point two: Giovina and Joe Dovey. One point three: Influenced by Vito Genovese. <laughs> One point four, Angel Bruno. Uh one point six, Little Nicky Scarface reign. Uh one point eight, Natalie turns informant and Merlino takes over. One point nine, the rise of Linga- Ligambi. Uh one point ten list of known kill <laughs> list of known killings during the Merlino era. Um and that's that's pretty much it. But I just love how Italian that entire table of contents <laughs> is from start to finish. The second Philadelphia. Uh, they still, you, Philadelphia oh, oh, yeah,
1: they're still around. The guy that's running it was uh um he's delegating it from Florida or something. <laughs> Merlino, he's still he's still in charge. If you go to um if you go to their list of killings, the guys they're killing have the craziest nicknames Johnny Gongs, Long John Martirano, uh Joe Gino Luthan... di
0: Pietro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uncle of rick um i was I gonna say my... you got killed by a new york islanders executive but joseph <laughs> joe, <laughs> joe the nodder sodano <laughs> mikey ice like oh man italians are great uh G- gino marconi Lu- Lu- Luis louis irish deluca how do you get louis irish in your Jesus. clearly italian i have no idea rocco anyway.
0: maniscalco maniscalco that's funny <laughs> South Philadelphia bookmaker and loan shark reportedly killed on orders of Joseph Legambi Ooh, I wonder if there's any uh, gambling related murders in
1: here. Ooh, that'd be a good one because we could have been in deep trouble with Rick and Janet and the, and the boys.
0: Yeah. Uh... So what
1: I was reading earlier while you're looking that up too, is that outside of just the ones that were named like Rick Talkett and, and Wayne and stuff like that, there was apparently 12 more um, people implicated in the NHL and including an owner. A team yeah. owner, but it was never released who it was, I don't think, and why is it Jeremy Jacobs?
0: Yeah, probably. Uh or just whoever is the most Italian owner in
1: the Northeast division. <laughs> oh, uh who's the shitty Knicks owner? It's James Nolan. Oh for sure. yeah. yeah. James yeah. Nolan. Nolan. Can I pay you in kazoo solos? <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) What if I give you front row tickets to Diddy in the straight
0: shot? (laughs) You know what? Just I think we uh, just need more uh, just as a general rule of thumb is the NHL having mafia connections. I think that would make for a much
1: better product. Well, who was the guy that bought the Islanders with no money?
0: oh yeah john John spano or whatever yeah clearly
1: in the mob or something
0: oh absolutely that was
1: that's a great 30 for 30 coming coming up on a future episode we're breaking down john yes
0: (laughs) yes it is one of the most i mean i hate to say this because like every time i watch a 30 for 30 i'm like like that's crazy uh but in this particular one like it's just fascinating to think that a man could be in line to buy a New York professional sports
1: team. He was and doing be completely like completely broke. He was because doing like crazy shit with like fake checks and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And I, I also Jesus. wonder like what the
1: idea behind that is because. Oh, uh, you get to own a hockey team? I think he said in the 30s. His goal was to, to own a hockey out. team. I, yeah, well, I don't know, Maimon, man.
0: <laughs> You're president. That's true. That's true. Sometimes you really can just snake it forever. Uh, which is honestly uh, an admirable trait. That's kind of
1: like my whole plan. Look at Rick Tockett. He's a head coach. He almost won coach coach of the the year. (laughs) He almost won coach of the year, what, last year? Yeah, yeah. And
0: he probably probably bet against himself, though, and then told everybody to vote for other people. (laughs) We got to talk to you today about Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They've got six new amazing flavors that make the improved Bilt Bar even more deliciouser than Bilt Bar 1.0. They've got caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Now, I don't know about you, but those bars all sound delicious to me. And I tell you what, I am somebody who has my life completely changed by the built Bar. I used to go to the gas station every day and buy a protein bar for myself so I could have it on the go. Uh, you know, I'd stop and grab it into work or even stop it uh, and grab one on my lunch break. Whatever it was, I was throwing multiple dollars every single day uh, away on protein bars, but no longer. And... I even have better tasting bars than I was before. With the coconut almond, for example, Ethan, you get 18 grams of protein at the expense of only 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. I don't think you're going to be finding anything at the gas station that treats you as good as that. Uh, When you go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKDOWN, you'll get 20% off your next order. That's the promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. No, so actually, one of the one of the other conditions of his uh, of him not going to prison was that he had to. He got two years of probation, and then he also had to report to the NHL and the NHLPA uh, regularly and basically be like, "I'm not, I'm not addicted to gambling anymore." So
1: why is Rick talking Italian?
0: <laughs> they're all Italian at this point. Uh, Who I do think you think?
1: We, I have I have a question about this though. How did... Okay, so if you go to Operation Slapshot, it's, it's the harlan Talkett sports gambling thing, and Harlan... Or Harney, sorry. Harney and this Almer guy got connected with Rick Tocket somehow. How the hell do you think that happened?
0: I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, like, look at a picture of Rick Tockett and then ask yourself that question again.
1: He just looks like a man who is into these kind of things? Absolutely. Like, dude.
0: Dude. Look up a picture of Rick Tockett if you're sitting at home and you don't know what Rick Tockett looks like off the top of your head. He is, honestly, out of every NHL player to possibly be uh, tied to the mafia, I would probably pick him as my number one. I'm a little bit biased because, you know, of the conversations we just had. But just by looking at this dude's face, he is so mafia it hurts. He probably has a fist the size of a basketball. My, my pick
1: was always Lou Morella. He's, I like, got, he's like he eight looks years like old a from, yeah yeah and he conducts himself like that all the guys who conduct themselves like that are wannabe but they have the connections the low-level connections
0: well, lamarillo's not. got that weird thing going on with his eyes where they're way too far apart and uh, like sid the sloth from ice age yeah and he's just
1: too old for that to not be creepy as hell um sorry i wish, we, I wish we knew more about operation Slapshot, though because we kind of got like the court papers and stuff like that i, I want the nitty-gritty I want the reboot. I want Christopher Nolan to give me some dark <laughs> Operation Slapshot movie.
0: Yeah, and there's not a lot of details out there because like I said, like A, it just kind of blew over. B, it happened like in Arizona. So like that media market is not going to necessarily eat that up in a way that it would if they were in Toronto or, you know, New York or Montreal. Uh, and I just it, that – that is the bummer is that you can't <laughs> – i was that's what i was looking for when i was preparing for this was like uh quotes like from the court case of like people snitching on each other you know like talk had said that uh janet gretzky instructed him to drop the money inside a mcdonald's bag on 34th and 8th street you
1: know like those little pretty yeah.
0: details that's that what I I, And i want
1: to know more about like how it came to be like did, did this cop just obviously the cop was bad but this harney guy like did he no talking from a previous life or whatever. I just want to know more about it because it's such a funny. It's not funny, but it's funny story. And yeah, it's pretty nope. funny. It's so, even yeah. funnier
0: now because in uh, as we hurt. talk about it in the year of our Lord 2020, and gambling is like one of legal? the most accepted things.
2: Running. See that like, it it would never happen in,
1: The problem is that it would never happen in Canada because sports gambling has been legal here for like ever.
2: Yeah, it's true. You
1: um, know. Sorry. Go ahead.
2: Why. Who who are who is the government to tell me that I can't put two thousand dollars on the Red Wings to lose five to one? Because unless they get a cut of the action, that's
1: but what, it's that's my money
2: and I want it now. It doesn't.
1: I, I think the problem is that there's people in the NHL involved. Yeah,
2: that.
0: Uh, well, song... I guess. Wait,
1: hold on. I take that back because gambling was illegal in the states. I'm coming from this from a different point of view where I can always, like our gambling is so ingrained in our society that I go and do it with the government. It's called ProLine. It's run by the lottery system that the government owns.
0: And that's great. You
1: guys probably have a lot better
0: roads than we do in the United States because of it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on May 8th, 2006, attorneys for Tockett and Gretzky's wife, Janet Jones, filed notices in New Jersey that they intended to sue the state for $50 million each for defamation. Both Tockett and Jones claimed to have lost business opportunities in the wake of the state's investigation, which had sullied their reputation. So that's, that's Weren't they guilty? Yeah, they were pretty guilty. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) I think. they just countersued for fun? So Janet Jones, I believe. That's Janet Gretzky. Janet, Janet Gretzky.
1: Well, her her stage name is Janet Jones still. All right, well, then why'd you correct me? I I was just clarifying for the listeners. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that,
0: actually. Um, Gretzky told reporters that Jones, quote, would sit down at some point and answer questions that everybody has for her and be her own person while denying any involvement. Jones released a statement through the Coyotes, at no time did I ever place a wager on my husband's behalf. Other than the occasional horse race, my husband does not bet on any sports. I believe that. Wayne's a wholesome dude.
1: Wayne just bets on the ponies.
0: Yeah, he probably doesn't bet a lot too. He's like he probably he's like the type of guy that's like talking about gambling, can't wait to go down and gamble, but then like makes safe wagers, you know, like five bucks a horse.
1: I lost 20 like, at Wayne, the slot. I lost twenty dollars at the slots. I'm going home. That's yeah,
0: I yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he, you're like walking through the room, like <laughs> walking through the casino floor. He's like, now I have a rule. I bring one twenty dollar <laughs> bill, dunk, dunk, uh, and when it's gone, <laughs> it's gone, and I go home. You're just like, wow, Wayne, that's amazing.
1: Sick. How much is uh, Gretzky Estates pulling in this year? Oh, millions? Cool. Thanks, Wayne. Can you buy us a round? Nope. My rule is $20 only. Yeah. (laughs) That includes drinks, meals, tips, slot machines. Yes. Uh, All right. Anything else on this before we wrap it up? No, I'm excited to do uh, some more that have more details.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that I think the John Spanos one is going to be a really good episode. We'll actually plan for that next week. So be sure to subscribe. And when Kyle comes back to talk with us uh, about John Spanos buying the Islanders, despite not having money to buy the Islanders, uh, you will be able to catch that the second you wake up in the morning because it'll be downloaded straight to your phone. Also, follow us on Twitter at LO Red Rings. Kyle, what do you guys got coming up on Lockdown Sharks that uh, our listeners might be interested in?
1: We have, uh, early this week, Monday, Tuesday, we have a two-part goodbye to Joe Thornton, um, which is really cool. And then later in the week, we're I said actually... Things that,
0: I said things that Red Wings uh, fans might be interested in.
1: We're interviewing Tori Mitchell. Oh, that's pretty... I don't, I don't really know what else Red Wings fans are interested in. It's uh, pretty cool, though. Yeah, that's sweet. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. It's a pretty big hit for you guys. <laughs> hey. We're only two spots behind you in the rankings. So come over, come over to Locked On, Locked On Shark. We're the tenth most popular Locked On uh, hockey podcast. Um, we're the number seven hockey podcast in Japan. Eat it, um, Shinzo Abe. Uh, we're pretty popular in Great Britain as well. Not so much Canada, but we have we have some interviews coming up with uh, Tori Mitchell is going to be really fun. Um, if anybody remembers him from the league, I played with San Jose and Montreal, most notably. But that'll be coming up at the end of the week. Other than that, we're just doing our thing because it's off season again and uh we uh have content to produce all
0: right we'll go check them out you can listen to that anywhere you get your podcast the same place that you're listening to this podcast just switch it over boop 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 lockdown sharks bada bing bada boom you can also follow him on twitter at kyle demetrius follow their twitter page at locked on sharks your closing thoughts kyle as you depart from the lockdown red rings podcast until next week
1: I'm excited to get into some uh some more crazy stories from the NHL because I think there's a lot there. We just gotta we just gotta suss them out. But uh um Wayne Gretzky uh definitely was involved. And uh yeah. This was this is this is a good little primer. I wish I just wish there was so much more I wanna know the details. I wanna know about Swedesboro. Yeah. I need I need to know I need to know these things.
0: I need to know about uh what Giovanni Dumanini is involvement in the whole ordeal was and rocco mazadani's and you know things like that so uh all right we'll see you back here tomorrow same time same place it's your team every day